Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello friends, I'm James R. Kaczynski welcoming you to another exciting entry in our mission journal. In part one of our story, we learned that Genghis sparked an interest in Christianity when he saw a television show that depicted a peaceful life with Christ. That's the kind of life I want, he said. Over time, he attended a small Protestant church and studied the life of Jesus, the plan of salvation, and later, after he was introduced to the Adventist faith, many of the prophecies and truths found in the Old Testament. His mind made up, he decided to get baptized. But ecological trouble awaited them at the beach where mucilage, also known as sea snot, covered the waters. The Bridger family then began their search for a better location. Little did they know that this new location would be confirmed through a dream God gave to Genghis. Join us now as we listen to part two of Genghis and the Great Decision. My husband Jacob and Malachi began searching for another location. And I had remembered from about a year ago, uh, my family and I going on on an excursion into the woods, inland, and found a beautiful little uh, place during the wintertime with a little creek. To where we had once had a picnic by a waterfall. And I wonder if that creek, now that it's uh, summer, if that creek is filled up and there's enough water for a baptism. So my friend and I, we went out and drove to this place. We eventually found it. And it was beautiful. Instead of a creek, it was now a cascading little waterfall. Uh, just lush foliage all around, trees, shade, and picnic areas. And they decided that it looked like a really nice location. It was just tremendous, an ideal spot. But unfortunately, there was a lot of trash there. And it would just distract and detract from a beautiful day if we met out there. So a friend of mine and myself, we went back into the village and bought these large black uh, hefty bag type trash bags. And we came back and we spent about an hour and a half just picking up garbage and uh, and plastic bottles in the creek. They filled 10 full bags with garbage and stuffed them into the back of our car and then went and dumped them. After we'd finished picking up all the trash, we took some photos and sent them to Genghis. And one of the photos is of, a, of one of the small waterfalls. And the water was, had a bluish and greenish hue to it. And the wind was blowing and, and the water uh, just rushing through there. And it was just beautiful. So we sent one of the photos to our friend Genghis. The connection was a little spotty, but we were able to send it. And we left. On our way home, my friend got a call from Genghis. And he couldn't get through. So he said, I'll just call him when I get home. As soon as I got home, I went ahead and called uh, Genghis because he was trying to get a hold of me. 
Well, Genghis responded immediately and reminded them that he had been having some dreams in relation to his baptism. And Genghis just kept repeating, that's the place that was in my dream. That's what I saw in my dream. Thinking about this, I called my friend. I said, tell me, would you, would you recount his dream again? And this is what he said. He said he's been having this series of dreams. He had three dreams, I believe, in which Satan had tempted him to harm himself or to kill himself. Satan was chasing him. And he chased him up to the roof of his house. And Satan told Genghis to jump off and end his life. And this was the theme of a reoccurring dream he was having. Because of his life being so full of stress and things like that. And then the dream that he told us when uh, we were meeting together with Genghis was that he had this dream where he was having a picnic. In the final dream, he was sitting at the top of a waterfall. He was sitting in a lush green place on the edge of a small cliff and the group was having a picnic up on some higher ground and he was planning to be baptized there and Satan was nearby. He heard Satan say to him from behind, he said, you can't do this. Just throw yourself off and end your life. Go ahead and jump off and kill yourself. And Genghis would say, leave me, go away. And Genghis shouted as much as he could. He said no, but he, enforcing his voice, that was very difficult. And when he saw the pictures of the spot that we had chosen, he said, that's the spot in my dream. During this time, Genghis is calling my friend as soon as he receives this photo, and he sees this place that he saw in his dream. Completely, I was just, in that moment, I was just overwhelmed and just amazed at how God works. Here we have this man who's finally come to a place where he feels like he has community. He makes this great decision to become baptized. And now we need a location. We are disappointed with the first location because of this sea snot in the ocean. And of course, our friend Genghis feels stressed and like, how is this all gonna come together? I've I finally decided to make this decision and we don't have a place. And then, of course, a friend and myself go to find this ideal spot and take a photo, and lo and behold, it's the place that Genghis saw in his dream. And it was a huge encouragement to him. And it just reminds me of just how how God works once again. And I see that God recognizes the importance of our first, and I want to say our first in this city, are first baptized, and the need for, it to, for everything to fall in place so that Genghis can have a testimony that God is faithful, that God has a plan and a purpose. And so that now Genghis can tell folks, he can tell his friends who may be in the future thinking about the same thing, about belonging and having a place, a community to belong to, and if ever deciding to be baptized, can say with certainty, God is real, God has a plan, and God can make things work out even when we don't see it. So, on Sabbath, two weeks before we left, we gathered together, we had a picnic, and we went to the spot early expecting to have privacy because 
most Turkish people like to do things later in the day. They like to sleep in as much as possible and get out later. It was a wonderful day. Uh, we came out early to the site. So we thought that at 10 o'clock we would be the only ones there. But when we got there, we weren't alone. There was already some people picnicking right beside the pool that we were hoping to do the baptism in. And as we began to set up, more and more people showed up. And we were just praying. We weren't sure quite what to do. And Genghis, of course, was hoping to be able to have his baptism in privacy. We had to hurry and collect ourselves. Eventually, the guys did a little looking up and down stream. And the stream is in just enough of a canyon that a little ways down from the pool we had selected, there was another pool that just blocked off the view from the other picnickers. We had a, a wonderful prayer together. We went down by the water. I wish you could see Genghis's face. He got in the water. He was happy. I got on the water. We were both standing there. The coolness of the morning, this, uh, the, the beautiful breeze, the, the beautiful water, the sound of birds. Everything was just so ideal, and we were just in a nice place where people couldn't see. And there, as I raise my hand up, I can see just the peace in, in his face. And as he went down into the fresh, cool water and came back up, we embraced, and uh, I could just see a huge change in his face. And, uh, and this, is, this is the beauty, and it was a privilege and an honor to be there with him. And so Genghis was baptized and became part of our Adventist family there in this city. And afterwards we gathered, we had a worship, and he shared his favorite text. And he was so excited. He came that day shaking and reminding us that this was a journey of over 20 years to make the final decision to be baptized as a Christian. And since then... I can say with confidence his behavior, his attitude has changed. He is cheerful, even more cheerful, I, I would say, than before, eager to help. And now you can just see that he senses a belonging and he has a community. Right now, Genghis still hasn't told his family that he's a Christian. He lives with his mother. And we're praying that God would give him a living situation where he can openly study and that in time he'll have the courage to let people know who he is and to witness for God. And I just thank God for, for Genghis and for the many, many, many others that will follow in his stead. My Father's grace I know is never ending My cup is never empty He fills it day by day Run alone. 
What a beautiful journey to our Savior. Friend, perhaps you, like Genghis, have been putting off that final decision to follow Christ completely. Why not take that step now and give your life to Jesus? He is waiting patiently, lovingly. Open your heart to God today. In Him we live and move and have our being. Receive daily blessings of which we don't deserve. The sin this world is under It makes me want to run Run to the heart that never changes Run to the arms that are always near Run and Lord all upon your saving grace, your saving grace upon my face. Run to the heart that never changes. Run to the arms that are always. Run, Lord, to fall upon your saving grace. Your saving grace. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Jacob, for that beautiful song. To learn more about the Bridgers and the Turkish Project, point your browser to afmonline.org and select Missionaries from the top tab. That's afmonline.org. God bless.